We're going to go to a film-related discussion right now. We are talking about the Sundance Festival, which just recently happened over in the United States. Carissa? Yeah, there's some good films that have just come out that show during the Sundance Film Festival. I don't know if you've heard of Honey Boy. It's a film starring and written by Shia LaBeouf. Um, Mm -hmm. I love Shia LaBeouf. He's such a train wreck, but I kind of love it. Um, (laughs) Wait. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Like, really? Yes. Even Stevens, Shia LaBeouf, that one. And he kind of disappeared for a little bit. He claimed to not be famous anymore, but he's back with Honey Boy. He wrote the movie and now he's starring in it. And it's a semi-autobiographical film on his life. And the film delves into the turbulent relationship of a father and son. It follows the story of 12-year-old Otis and his father, James, who plays a washed-up rodeo clown turned stage parent. So Shia LaBeouf is playing a version of his father. So hopefully that film will give us a little bit of insight as to why he is the way that he is. You're looking at me very funny. What's happening? It's like, it's kind of interesting how (laughs) even though it's more so about Shia experiences for his life, his father's played by himself. I just find that really interesting. I thought that, I I love the idea that he's playing his father because I think who better to do it. But I'm also like, how do you even tap into that? Like, that's Mm. super. Mm. But apparently he's still got a good relationship with his dad. They photographed it like a basketball game like the other day. So, like, they're okay with it. So... Yes, and it's not the first yeah. time. I can't think of an example right now, but there are instances where coming-of-age films, the director or the writer has played what's supposed to be their father yeah. in telling a story about their life growing up. I mean, I, who better to embody your own family member than a member of the family? Yeah, I kind of love it because it's like I think so often people who write and star in their films, it's like they'll play like a fictionalised version of themselves, which I think is relatively like that's quite common. But I don't know, it's quite different to play your parent. I don't know if I could do it. I'm told that I have all my dad's mannerisms, so I don't know. So you're, you're already there. I'm already half... I'm, I feel like, like I'd come from a very cynical perspective and play it just very like, I don't know, just I'd be way too mean and be like, nah, I'm, I'm tapping out, I can't do it. But it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, certified Ooh. fresh. Interesting. 100%. So yeah, yeah, that means every single critic has given it a positive review. Appa- yeah, it's doing very well, so I'm very intrigued to see that. Mm, I might share with everyone one of the ones I'm really looking forward to. This movie is called Late Night. It's directed by Nisha Ganatra and it stars Mindy Kaling and everyone's favourite British actress Emma Thompson. Thompson. So, Emma Thompson. Yes, Emma Thompson. <laughs> she is playing a late night host of an American television program, which funnily enough is called Late Night. And she's seen to be really out of touch, really outdated. Nobody really watches her show. And then she brings in this new producer to try and re-energise the show. And then there's this other comedian they want to bring in who's played by Ike Barinholtz, and he's... Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's gone... They were both on the Mindy Project. They were. Mindy Kaling and And, Ike. And Ike's been in lots of film projects over the past 12 months. He was in The Oath with wow, what the name of that actress I can never remember uh, the funny one no. oh the funny one yes, oh, I love the, a guessing game the, the, right. so, um, um, he was also in Blockers though So yeah he the, was in Blockers and he was in that movie with Amy Poehler and yes. Tina Fey sisters yes god now I'm just thinking about that actress I'm like damn the, the, it'll, it'll come to me eventually oh she was in Girls Trip you know the African American Tiffany Haddish the African American it's like they're all black but, yeah, yeah, yeah I know but she's <laughs> the, the one, one. <laughs> yes but those two Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz they've, they've really come over in leaps and bounds in the past 12 months. I mean, their careers yeah. are really going places. But um, back to Late Night, one of the reviews I read from a blogger online basically likened it to a Nora Ephron movie. So it sort of got those tinges of romance and drama and the bits of comedy in there, and it feels like a very human film. 
I think it's an interesting story because now that I think about it, there aren't many women in late night. There, so well, the only person I can the only person I can think of is Samantha B, who does Full Frontal, and that's a news related program oh, okay. appearing on TBS. But yes, most- I know that there was Joan Rivers. She had a show. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler had her show. But all that's coming to mind is like Jimmy Fallon, yeah, yeah all Jimmy the Kimmel, networks, it's James the, Corden, the Jimmys. We've got yeah. Stephen Colbert. We've got John Oliver last week tonight. John, yeah, Trevor, Trevor Noah, Noah on the Daily yeah. Show. Hmm. That's so, so interesting. So there aren't yeah. many female late night hosts out there. Yeah. Mm. I like that like Mindy Kaling, she plays like a chemical plant worker who just tries to shift things up. But yeah, I'm very <laughs> I'm very intrigued to see it. Yeah. Is just, there another you're looking forward to, Carissa? There is. Um <laughs> I was like smooth transition. Um so there's a film called uh called Farewell and it stars Aquafina, who was in Oceans Eight. And also <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, she's a really funny, really funny rapper and comedian. In this film, she plays a young Chinese-American woman, Billy, who returns to China upon hearing that her grandmother is dying of cancer, but the family decide to keep it a secret. They don't want to tell the matriarch about her illness, and they schedule like an impromptu wedding, and the whole film is about Billy feeling like an outsider, a fish out of water, struggling to come to terms with her family, hiding the truth from her grandma. But it's sort of a black comedy type film. Sounds quite depressing. But with uh, an actress like Aquafina, I imagine it's going to be hopes. you know, really fun, really witty. I think she's hilarious, so. She really is. Yeah. That's good. one and the name of that one again is That is The Farewell. The Farewell. The Farewell. Yeah. <coughs> okay. It's like giving me it sounds like um I don't know if you ever saw that film Death at a Funeral. It's sort of mm-hmm. giving me those sorts of vibes, but I always think death makes for good comedy. Yeah. It it so. does. It's like dark comedy. It's like yeah. finding the humor in an otherwise tragic moment. Man, I think, oh God, I recently went to like a funeral, like a bit of a downer, but I think so much funny stuff goes down at a funeral. They do. And I feel like it's often overlooked because of the very tragic tone of it. Mm. But I don't know, it's a lot of, lot of material in that. Yeah, one of the best um, stand-ups I've ever seen is John Cleese performing at um, Gray and Chapman's funeral. So what, oh. what's supposed to be this really touching eulogy is actually him just oh, insulting did, yeah. everybody He's in like, the room. He was a nitwit. He, I hated him. Yes. Goodbye. Yeah, good riddance. I know. <laughs> Oh, oh, so uh, funny. No, but obviously it was done in jest and those yeah. two were really close friends. So. I mean, you're not going to choose that moment to be like, I actually secretly hated this yeah, person. Ex- like, obviously it's done sarcastically. Exactly. Yeah. There, there is one more Sundance film I'd like to share with everyone. It's got everybody talking. Extremely wicked, evil and vile. This is a biographical film about Ted Bundy, who was a serial killer who lived in the US sometime in the 60s or 70s. Ted Bundy is being played by, wait for it, Zach Efron. I did say that, yeah. Yes. Wait, what? They so, kind of like have a similar sort of vibe, though. Like, yes. I can see that. For those who aren't aware, Ted Bundy's trial was televised, and he always came in these immaculately prepared suits. He always spoke well. He was very charismatic. He was quite good looking, and so the cast Zach Efron in that same role. You know, a lot it's of people. It's fitting. It's quite fitting, yes, and quite different to anything else he's ever done. I mean, of course, he was in High School Musical. Mm. Recently, The Greatest Showman. Neighbours. Neighbours. 17 again. 17 again. So he's had an eclectic filmography, and now he's really branching out into that more serious stuff which is good to see. Did you see all those comments about Ted Bundy? It was like Netflix recently released a documentary on him and so there were so many like thirsty comments that girls were writing. They're like, oh my God, Ted Bundy, he's so good looking, he's so hot. And then Netflix <laughs> had to like issue a statement. Is this what you're getting to? So, so no, keep going. Because they issued that statement being like, guys, we just want to remind you that he was a serial killer and there's like plenty of other, you know, fish in the ocean that you can search it, it, for. It, but it was so like, oh 
God. It gets worse, though, because Netflix has also acquired <laughs> the rights to this same movie. Oh, really? Yes, they have. So they're going to be having this conversation all over again. God, thirsty girls out there. My God. But no, yeah. Don't date serial killers or no. be infatuated by them. That well, is- one of the victims, she wasn't murdered by Ted Bundy, but he attempted to abduct her. And she said, because a lot of people were saying, like, why is Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy? Because he's, like, really good looking. He's charismatic. And she was like, I think that's quite a good cast because he was quite charming. He was quite alluring. Mm. So I'm happy for them to sort of have that portrayal of him to be very, like, seductive because that's how he lured people. Yeah, it's a bot. You know, it's not always going to be a random dude in an alleyway. Like, it's going to be, you know, someone who's quite charming. That's quite right. So it's a bold move, but it's a very interesting one. And once that film is released, we'll be keen to see how it all unfolds.